Okay, this is Bo Buchanan, Arizona number two, and I am here speaking on the level with Jerry Shropshire. Jerry, can you tell me your name, the name of your home, Blue Lodge, and any offices or titles you have connected to that lodge? Okay. Uh, actually, uh, my home lodge is Glendale, here, Glendale number 30, uh, 20, 32. 23, excuse me. 23. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, really haven't held a lot of titles. Uh, I've worked, done work in the lodge in different places, chipping in for different people and whatever. Um, then uh, I went in in 66. Uh, I was raised in 66, to give you an idea how long. That was my next question, and where were you raised? Right here. Right here in Glendale. So raised uh -huh. in 1966 here in Glendale. Yeah. Has, has this uh, building changed much, or is this where you guys were meeting back in 66? No, nope, we were meeting here. Okay. Uh, the floors changed because of all the emblems and everything. Lodge is all the same, just been kind of new carpet, new okay. whatever that. Still the same chairs, but yeah, that uh, hasn't changed much. So, but, uh, so you said earlier when we sat down, you're just about to hit your 50 year mark. Yeah, in May. It's kind yeah, of exciting. May. You're the first guy I met coming up on that anniversary. That's, oh, really? That's pretty exciting. I had I had to dig my uh, apron out. <laughs> To remember because I couldn't remember, oh. you know, but I knew somewhere it was getting close. <laughs> because yeah, they don't put that on your news card or anything, right? Yeah, you know. No, uh -uh. and and I knew that I went in the lodge and then started working, and I was in Dima Land in Phoenix at, uh, at number two Fourth at the Avenue. Temple. At Phoenix yeah. Temple, yeah, I heard yeah. that was it. And we uh, recently started the chapter up, but they oh, couldn't, yeah, right. they couldn't do the same one, but they used the same name. Right. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, so anyway, so what I'm going to have to do one of these days is wear my old Phoenix chapter down there. To, yeah, and anyway, so uh, spent a lot of time Fourth Avenue in Monroe, and uh, then in about '63 decided to go put on a green uniform and do that episode. Join the military and spent 22 years there, and well, one thing after another. But anyway, Korea, Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> Not Korea. I Not missed. Korea. I missed that one. Okay. But uh, uh, you know, and I did all that, and and then came out and worked for DoD for a while, and a couple of contracts went in. So you out, hadn't you hadn't it. joined Masonry at that time. You oh been, yeah. Oh you had. Oh yeah. I I turned twenty one. I my you joined when you were in the military. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, I had my platoon sergeant at first base, my uh, first sergeant at third base. My battalion commander was worshipful master that night and assorted others out of my company in battalion. And they did it on behalf of Glendale Lodge? Yeah, here. That's kind of neat. That's neat that they can do that in the military. It doesn't matter where you are, any base you're on. Well, I was a Fort Mortuga, too. So oh, you were not Fortuga, far. Okay. So, you weren't far. You know, I wasn't far. And it's just like I, I got the shrine. So uh, you, my, got, you my, got involved as a young man. When did you first become aware of what this masonry thing is? Well, my dad was a Mason. Okay, your dad was a Mason. And like he said to me, he was down, he lived in Casa Grande, and that's where I kind of grew up. And he was had a lunch counter, and all the big farmers and ranchers came in for coffee and donuts and breakfast in the morning. Right. And dad was he said he was my dad was about five foot, and somebody mentioned the KKK. And it was very volatile, open in, in Arizona at, time. Uh, at that time. And so he says, my dad, they, somebody asked him about that. And he goes, no. 
He says, I'll tell you what, that's the last thing you need is a short guy like me with a pointed hat. He says, but if there's only anything I'd join, he said, I'd join the Masonic Lodge. And a couple of months later, he was going through the lodge. In uh, Casa Grande. Casa Grande, okay. And, uh, so, uh, and then my mother joined, when, uh, my mother joined uh, uh, Eastern Star Eastern down Star. there. Yeah. And then she came up here and was in 4th Avenue Monroe Eastern Star. So you had, you had a lot of family uh, involvement. I'm going to move around in front of you. You had a lot of family involvement in masonry. Was there any other reason you decided to join? Like what, what drew you into masonry? Demolay, I guess, too. Demolay. Okay. Yeah, because I was some good, I had some good uh, counselors or, or advisors and they kind of led me into the right direction as well. Tell me a little bit about uh, uh, that chapter at the time because that's connected to, to the temple you know, building that's kind of dear to me. And I mm-hmm. just talked right. to Andrew Warienka recently who, who talked about that old chapter and helped uh, found the, the reemergence of that chapter. What was it like back then? Um, not too much different than any other chapter, really. I mean, they still had conclaves and they still did things as Demolay chapters and as groups and state Demolay and all of that. The uh, temple was so probably stood out a lot more back then. It was a very tall building and there wasn't a lot of stuff around it, right? Well, yeah, and that was, and everybody knew that that was the Masonic temple. You, you talk to people now and they go, well, where's that, you know? Right. Uh, and they go, oh, well, we don't go down there <laughs> or whatever, okay? So... You know, I know, I know that I know the upstairs, upstairs of that. The third the, floor. The third floor that people don't know about. Right. Probably just better than the second floor. But as a kid, you go everywhere. You know? Right. And, right. And, You're not afraid. And the elevator hasn't changed there. No, they refurbished it, but uh, yeah, it's the same old. They all have changed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my wife, she always would go down there, and she goes, uh, "You do you get in that elevator? Oh yeah, yeah." It's, I get in there. I can hold me. Been that way for years. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so one of the things, uh, your family was in masonry. You were in Demolay. Um, what is there somebody that was in masonry that stands out to you as kind of embodying the ideals of Freemasonry or somebody who made a big impact on you as a mason? I don't have, I would say, any specifics mainly I mean of, of course uh, my NCO ca- uh, cadre um, did help a lot because I was with them every day and we talked about it and they helped me get through my degrees as well when I was down there in Fort Wachuca yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, you know and they go oh well Today, you're off. We're going to go study. And I mean, that's an eight-hour day. Okay, so... Say, study in eight hours? Yeah. And back then, I understand they called them... What were they called, the people who helped you? Coaches? Coaches. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. call them mentors today, but they, back then they yeah, called them coaches. They were coaches. But that was a lot of... Uh, there, was, there was nothing, anything done. It was all, all remote, uh, back and forth. It was, all, it was all verbal back then. Yeah, it was all verbal. Yep. And... Uh, uh, you, you talk about uh, young and being able to memorize. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Today, I don't think I could do it. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that. Are we in your way here? Oh no no no. Okay. Can you think of a, a funny story or memory from an event or uh, a visit or anything uh, that you'd like to share with us? 
Pretty steady memory. Oh, my memory's gone. <laughs> Did you go to any uh, um, grand communications or anything that stick out to you or visit any um, temples in other states or anything like that? Uh, well, yeah. Well, I didn't visit. I was trying to. I mean, I was stationed in Georgia for a long time. And uh, I was too busy down there. I was a student and I was teaching and it was just too much. Uh, so I couldn't get a whole lot of uh, time to get away. Um, but uh, this last, well, in 2015, my wife and I uh -huh. went to uh, Ireland and Scotland for uh, a, a month, uh, 15 days. And I did find a Masonic Lodge in Dublin. And uh, um, nobody was there. Right. Okay, unfortunately. That's too bad. And uh, yeah, okay. And we were in, uh, a few years ago, we were in. Uh, uh, Quebec City, Canada, found a lodge there, and actually found a lodge from the cornerstone that was next to the door to go upstairs. Oh, wow. Uh, like your hotel? Oh, wow. No, 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 just on the street. On the street. And uh, there was, there, I couldn't get in, the door was locked. Right, right. And um, um, couldn't find anything. We were over in Israel about five years ago, never found one over oh, there. Really? But uh, um, so this year, uh, we're going to uh, Rome, and I'm stationed in Rome up in Pisa, or actually at Camp Darby, which was out by Terrania. Uh, it's on the sea there, but it's a big supply repair depot, and never made it to Rome. So we're going to Rome this year, and then we're going to catch a boat, and then we're going to go to the Greek islands, and then up to Istanbul, if they don't blow the place up, and then uh, out to uh, uh, Ephesus, where Paul—it's called the Steps of Paul, or the oh, I've heard about this—the uh, yeah. the Walk of Paul. Yeah, it's the Steps of Paul. You can follow the walk, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we're going to do that, and then um, come back over into Rome, and then my wife and I are going to spend three more days there. Oh wow, that sounds like so, a neat trip. And and uh, my whole company got moved to Germany as a a whole entity. Um, that was one of the first ones that was in 70, 71, I think, 72, 70, somewhere, where they had that total army concept of being able to move full Entire total units. units. Yeah. And uh, so they, we moved completely, flew over there. And they picked us up in one day and moved us over there. And the next day we were operational over in Camp Darby. And uh, I was in an ordnance outfit, so consequently we had we did repair work and all that kind of stuff. And at that time, I did uh, fuel and electrical repair, so I had a, a shop over there to do that. But anyway, so we did that. And the the joke going around was, you know, we got to get together and get the train and go to Rome, so we can go to the Vatican and find a dark hole in the wall in the in a room somewhere. And hold a meeting <laughs> at the Vatican. At the Vatican, yeah, that never happened because we never could get the time. But oh wow, uh, you know those kinds of things. Is that on your list? You never, never see the Vatican forget. when you're over there. So we're gonna we're gonna try to push it and see okay. what we can see. We're gonna spend an extra three days over there. Nice. Well, that'd be really neat. So whether we get to see something or not, that's okay. It it's neat to be able to see things of where you've been, and then turn around and go on the TV and go. Oh, I remember that. I, we've been there. Remember that? Well, you know, whatever. 
So you, you mentioned before your dad was a Mason. Was his dad a Mason? Do you know? No. Okay, so tonight we're, we're at Glendale Live for a pretty special reason tonight, and this is your grandson, grandson. Mm -hmm. who is going to be uh, raised as a Mason. Yeah. Was, is your son a Mason? You know, I have three boys. They all went through DMLA. And they have no interest in the lodge at all. Oh wow! So the grads would skip the generation, which is common, which is what happened to me. My grandfather was, my dad was not, and now I am. Well, let me let me tell you uh, uh, about my my daughter. I guess is the best way to say that. Um, and in Demolay, you know, Bill uh, Bill Gordon, her husband, her husband, her Chandler's father, is. A mason here. In oh, he is. He's in Glendale Lodge. Okay. But before that, when I was an advisor, I knew Bill as a master counselor of Scottsdale Chapter. Oh, wow. So you knew him. So I've known Bill for a long time. And one night, my daughter came home from a date from a, a, a jerk, as she called him, and she says, uh, uh, I don't want to go out with that guy again. So you, you you go to the you go to get your uniform and go to the door and tell him to leave. Well, I knew there was something up anyway because I opened the door and he called me a dude and I'm in the uniform. Hey, dude, that didn't that didn't go over. I just shut the door and walked away. But she went out once with Bill because he invited her. Because the Demolades and Jobies and you know, and she came home and she goes. The next day, she says, she told her mother, she said, I'm going to marry him. <laughs> and they got married. Oh, wow. And then they have two boys, Chandler and Chase. And um, Chase is just like his brother. And they kind of feed off others, each other to do things. So it's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Is Chase and Mason also? No, Mason, he's not old enough yet. He's not old enough. He's okay. a senior this year, I believe, at Sandra Day O'Connor. So Chandler is going to be a fourth generation tonight. He's going to be a fourth generation Master Mason. Yeah. Kind of his father, you, and your father. That's yeah, four, that's four generations. Wow. Yeah. So I, how do you feel about but, that, right? Because what you said that's, that's, that's great. I, I think that's great. Excited? There should be more of that. Yeah, it's kind of neat when you find you know, out. There should be more of that. And uh, so, I don't I don't know why my boys haven't wanted to do that, other than that there was a lot of turmoil in Glendale with the advisors, and between the advisors and the advisory board and the, and the Masonic Lodge, there was a lot of things that were going on on both sides. I don't want to point fingers, and I'm not going to, but it was the timing was not good. The timing was just not right. And uh, at that time, I was a Northern District chapter dad of the Northern District of Arizona. And I tried to stay out of my son's term, other than to help him if he needed to get somewhere or whatever, like a, like a father or mother should do. Right. <clears throat> but he came home one night and he says, Daddy, I can't run my chapter. My chapters being run by the advisory board. And I talked to him at length, and then I started talking to some of the advisors, and then all of a sudden I was removed 
from my point of view. So one of the things so, we talk about in masonry is, you know, we make good men better, and men are imperfect. Absolutely. Men are imperfect, and sometimes we are the rough ashlar, which is we're hewn, we're not quite to where we need to be, and sometimes we're the, we're never really the perfect ashlar, yeah, but we're, right. we're moving towards that perfected state trying to get better. Right. So just like so, any organization, you know, there's some ups I, and downs. I just don't hold it up against my kids, my boys. So you were chapter dad. Your son was, what was the title he held? My son? Yeah, in Malay. I had um, two of my boys were um, um, master counselors. So master counselor, that was the chapter. He was running master counselor. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Chandler is already, he's not even a master mason, and he's already got a pretty important role here. He's, tonight he's going to be installed as, or I'm sorry, he's, what's his title in Dimole? Uh International master counselor. Which is the head guy internationally, right? So that's, he's, he's traveling, traveling all over the world. He's going to Brazil and Paraguay and whatever in a couple of months. Wow. And uh, I, I don't really keep track of where. I, I've never been to Kansas City. I don't even know what's there. So I just, I, I think that it's just absolutely marvelous and wonderful. It is pretty cool. Here we are with an 18-year-old boy that's put off college for a year because he, had the, he has the option and they, he put it off for a year. So he's only 18? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and he, he might be 19 now. Used to, you have to be 21 to be a, a manager. Now you don't. Have, now you just got to be 18. So that's impressive. You know, he got accepted scholarship-wise to the Advanced University Studies Program at ASU. Wow. And it had a lot of other opportunities, but chose that because it's the highest, one of the highest-rated advanced. Okay. Uh, he wants to be a lawyer, so I don't doubt that he will be there. Right. And uh, so does Chase. Okay. And so um, I pat Bill on the back for giving him the direction and the intestinal fortitude to get a direction and go. Now, I, I, now all, all my boys are fine. I mean, I have one that's a director of special circuits, uh, video, and whatever for Maricopa County for Century Link. Oh, wow. You know, and so he's got 12, 13 years. Because he knows Jason from our, Jason works for Century Link. Does he know Jason from our lodge, number two? Maybe. And uh, so I got a son that's a contractor, has been for 15, 16 years, and does remodels and that kind of stuff. And uh, hasn't asked me for too much money, so I guess he must be doing all right. <laughs> Never comes back, but it's, <laughs> but that's a father-son thing, right? right. And uh, in my world, I'd have never asked my dad for a penny. But anyway, um, then the, I have another son that uh, used to be a Glendale policeman. And the job got to him, and he took a five years hiatus and and got away from that. And, I don't want to go into some personal things there, but anyway, um, got back and went to school, and he's a, um, I don't know what he is now, he's a lead mechanic, uh, not mechanic, but lead uh, machinist at a company mm -hmm. that does uh, special 
machining on special metal. It's a dying skill. I got a buddy who just moved into that. There's a real demand for machinists because you can't find a machinist anymore. Yeah, we're getting certified like with a government. Yeah. And that's your ticket. Yeah. I mean, and so his company's going through some hard times right now, but nobody pays January or February. So it's just like my wife's office, hers don't get paid either hardly. So. Well, any other, so we both want to eat some dinner here. Any other yeah. closing thoughts about Mason or anything, last things you want to say or, or things? Well, my one, I've been retired for almost five years now. And my, <laughs> my wife is trying to throw me out of the house, <laughs> especially on Thursday nights, okay? Go do Mason. Yes, Go. yes, yes, yes. And she's always had that. We had a, we've been married for 47 years. We've always had a good understanding. Are you going to go do that? Oh yeah, okay, fine, cool, go, go. That's good. That's and 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 now since I have more time, now she's after me. She don't want me to drive the shrine because that's too far at night, and it it's fun. not a not a good area. So, she says, "Well, go to Glendale. Go to Glendale. That's Thursday night. That's Thursday night. They're there all the time. Don't just go down there." So, and I've been thinking real seriously of uh, coming down and just. Visiting some lodges. Yeah, go see number two, two Tuesday night. See, and so I'll buy you those, dinner. Those kinds of things, okay. And uh, so anyway, that's. Well, but I'm going to continue. Thank yeah. you for taking the time to talk to me. We'd oh, love to no see you at number two. Come visit us. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. There is no place to find times or anything. Yeah, the Grand Lodge website has all the, uh, every oh, okay. single lodge is listed and their stated meeting is there and then the meetings are always usually the same day, but the stated meeting is listed as well. Oh, okay. All right. Do me a favor. I'm going to take a 